Hello, 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 and welcome to the Be A Brilliant Human podcast with me, Joel Young. We are at episode number 78, and today is a little bit different, starting this way. Um, Yesterday was my birthday, and I wanted to do something kind of exciting, so I am, or I've put together um, a five-day challenge, and today's episode is sharing all about that with you, and I hope that you will join me. It's all about when you find yourself going around in circles, stuck in a logjam, and I've called the challenge the Loggerheads to Lover Hearts five-day challenge. So I'm going to tell you all about what that means in today's episode. And by the way, you can find the notes at www.babrilliantheuman.com slash 78. Hit it, Kim. Welcome to the Be A Brilliant Human podcast. You're in the right place if you're a growth-seeking being who acknowledges the challenges and delights of your humanity on the path to an ever more conscious life. If you want to feel inspired to love and accept yourself, to feel free to be and express you in all your brilliance, if you want to truly value yourself and others and feel energized and alive both at home and in the world, then sit back and take a breath as you explore and grow the brilliance of your beautiful human self with your host, the father of non-personal awareness and creator of the MPA process, Joel Young. So today, um, I'm very excited because I am beginning the Loggerheads to Love a Hearts five-day challenge. It's really, the, the intention here is to help you, if there's a particular situation in a relationship where you're at loggerheads, it'll help you shift that and move you from that stuckness to movement. So today I thought I'd talk about loggerheads being at loggerheads and eggs loggerheads and you know what that looks like and, and what that might be so um if you think about relationships in general and just to be really clear this isn't just about your sort of intimate or partner or spouse relationships this can happen in all sorts of relationships where you kind of get just stuck on usually a topic now the topic might be symptomatic, but we'll start. We'll start with the topic, um, and and it kind of it can go into that space where you kind of almost get to the point where it just wears you down, and you might have tried to try to approach it from different angles, but maybe it flares up. Um, you know, maybe you've become afraid to talk about it, but it becomes like this wedge between you, or it just sort of hangs in the air, and you can get to this place where you sort of have a this um, uncomfortable and not uh, compromise, but really, in a sense, you're compromising yourself and compromising the relationship. Um, and there's a lot of pain. And when I was looking at doing this, and I did a bit of um, sort of asking around people what their experience of this was, um, I realized, well, how common it is, but also how much pain and suffering it causes in people's relationships. Um, one of the one of the things that that can happen is um, you end up having the same fight over and over again, or um, or even it can come to the point where where in that topic you just zone out and kind of ignore it. But again, underneath the surface, it's like there's this sort of clawing away at your soul. Um, and if it gets to the point where you know every time it comes up, then then there's a big row or a flare up, you can end up sort of feeling 
feeling even feeling guilty you might you might really look at yourself and go i don't like my behavior in this situation but i can't seem to to get through to them or to uh, move beyond this um so it can be incredibly painful so i thought i'd talk a bit about um i think in the stuff i've put out one of the things that i get the impression is people although i've put it in there tend to, to hear that when you hear the word relationship um and these kind of things then often you think it's about um you know if you've got a partner and someone said to me oh, i haven't got a partner right now so i can't join and i said well it, it can be in different situations so for example it can be with with a parent with a child uh, with a friend with a sibling um with a colleague um or even with yourself so um there's so many different types of relationship where we can get that sense of going around in circles stuck that immovable place and things don't move on in fact they not not do they not only move on they can sort of stagnate especially if we do come back to sort of the the, the sort of intimate relationships it can just really drive a wedge between the, in in the intimacy i mean um the sex can go away you become roommates rather than than husband and wife or or lovers or whatever that is um it just sucks away at your energy and and your life and even in the end it can it can suck away your own self-esteem so i thought i'd give some examples of what what being at loggerheads might look like in those different situations so let's start with parents right so you might be at loggerheads with with a parent or both parents but so let's pick pick one um so maybe for example um your parents disapprove of your current partner um that's a situation where you you, you go to seek approval they won't give it you go to seek approval you try to explain they won't give it and and it, and again it means that you feel like you can't be who you are with your parents and you might try talking to them but again it feels like a stuck point it's like you can't move beyond it so that's one situation i thought of or maybe they disapprove of your lifestyle choices so maybe maybe you decided to go vegan and uh you go around to to your parents house and and your dad rolls his eyes and you say oh i can't have the roast this um this this or, or that sauce has got milk in it or whatever and he just rolls his eyes and and or, or makes some comments about how unnatural that is and and there's that sense of disapproval and again it, it often has that that quality of either you'll end up in a massive fight and you storm out because they won't accept that that or they won't even agree with you maybe you maybe you need them to agree with you and, and that puts you in the place of of um of stuckness around it um or, or then you feel like less like going and seeing your parents who you love so again it creates a lot of pain but it's that sense of going around in circles you can't even address it or again you go to the point where you just don't talk about it but inside uh, you know, there's that frustration. I mean, one of the things when I spoke to people about what their experience was, was the sense of such frustration um, around the situation and ultimately a sense of powerlessness. And a lot of that, a lot of that kind of attacking or flare up um, or even the disconnection um, comes from that sense of powerless. What, what can I do about this? You feel like um, there's, there's just, uh, you know, there's just nothing you can do or you've tried really hard. Um, so it's hugely painful. So that's that's parents and ideas. Of course, there's loads of different ways, and I'm really open. If you've got ideas or ways or, that you experience being stuck, do do put it in the, in the comments. Okay, how about if it's with a child? Again, maybe you're the parent. Maybe you disapprove of them, if, especially if they're like a teenager or something, and they're maybe they decided to smoke 
marijuana and 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 you you feel it's the wrong choices for them or, or whatever or maybe they've gone vegan and uh, you don't like it so again it comes into this war and again in these loggerhead situations often both people feel like they're 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 right and have a right to their opinion and, and all that kind of thing but in the end and, and part of what we're going to be doing on this five-day challenge is 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 to help you to come into a space of empowerment in relation to it and navigate you through to a place where you can shift it from that going around in circles to sort of opening the circle so that it can become that can become movement in some way shape or form and hopefully within the process of that you can get clear on what that looks like in order to take this sort of these stuck cogs in, into the machine moving again in some way that is healthy and and doesn't compromise you um, also with kids, um, uh, you know, I, I, I spoke to someone who, who described a situation with um, a very young kid, a, a toddler, I think it's a toddler, um, and again, who tends to, tends to lash out. And obviously as a parent, she wants to, um, she wants to advance him in his behavior and also feels disrespected, but it ends up in a, in a big flare up. Um, she ends up shouting and it all goes pear-shaped, but it, again, it, it it happens again and again and again. So it may be with, with young kids that you end up with this sort of power struggle or this, this fight that goes on. Okay, how about friends? Um, being at loggerheads with friends. So again, there's loads of situations that might put you at odds with a, with a friend. Um, I mean, it could be like a best friend, but there's this thing. Maybe it's a, an historic, and historic, let's get the English right, um, maybe there was some kind of um, behavior that happened in the past, either from you or from, from them. Maybe it was a, a trust issue or a sense of betrayal or you know, whatever the circumstances are, that the fact is that since then, much as you love them as your friend, there's this thing that is just in in the energy between you. And, and so from that, it, again, Maybe every time it comes up, it gets ugly or, um, again, more likely that there's just there's a level of disconnection happening in a relationship that you value very dearly. And um, and you can recognize that perhaps even by this invitation to look at if you're at loggerheads with someone and realize that, you know, it's you deserve to feel better in that relationship. The relationship deserves to, to, to have movement on it. And there is a way that you can do that. So if you come and join, join the challenge, the links in the, um, in the description there, then certainly that's something that, that you can do. Where else? So siblings, well, sibling rivalry. <laughs> I mean, it's rife, isn't it really? So one example might be, uh, maybe uh, your parents have died and there's a will situation. I've heard this on many occasions and there's disagreements around how to deal with things in, in those kind of situations. And again, it's already painful enough, um, but you find again, you're at loggerheads, things won't move, things can't be moved forward because there's this just difference of opinion and the loggerhead is sort of just, just bringing everything down. Well, maybe it's one of those things where you feel um, like, you know, the classic thing is uh, she always judged me or felt better that she was better than me. Whatever it is, and part of the process in the challenge is helping you to identify specifically what it is that's going on so that you can move it. Um, but again, it puts that that edge on the relationship. It puts that strain. And even though you can kind of be polite and nice to each other, 
in the end, and, and this is part of, that's why I say love of hearts, which I'll talk about in more detail, but basically is, is your heart feels the pain because it knows its natural, um, its natural state is love. And, and love doesn't mean that you make shitty behavior okay, I'm really clear on that. But it, but it does mean that you can give yourself the means to, to create some movement where there's stuckness because there's one thing that, we, that our soul kind of abhors is stagnation and stuckness. So that's part of it. Uh, what else have we got? Colleagues. So maybe it's a colleague that, that sort of undermines you and uh, you end up fighting over small things, that, you know, what you're going to do at work, what's the, what, what the plan is. Again, that, that tug of war um, push-pull syndrome it is indicative that, that you're at loggerheads in some way. You both are having very different opinions and not budging. And again, it, it may be... Um, you know, and it may be in the situation at work, especially when you've got to work with them. There's this sort of short of moving jobs, and that may be the solution. You'll find out what that is. But fundamentally, it's um, that's a big part of your life where you're in a situation where there's discomfort in a relational situation. So again, come along, join the challenge, and 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 consider the the ease and peace you can get when you get some resolution within yourself that will give you the means to move things on in some form. Um, and then, of course, let's talk about spouses, husbands, lovers. I mean, again, this is the area probably why most people are seeing it in terms of, in terms of, um, you know, a, an intimate relationship, and especially if it's a long-term relationship, and things can just get shoved under the carpet. But every time you do that, and there's the, there's a situation that you feel unable to talk about, um, or every time you do, there's defensiveness and flare-ups. Uh, this is what slowly drives a wedge between you. Um, and again, your your lover, your partner, your spouse, your husband, your wife, um, whatever that is, is is such a foundation of of um, of your life. There's so much there. So um, did I write anything down? I did about this. So maybe it's he won't take the bins out. I mean, that's probably a symptomatic thing. <laughs> But still, it can become this this big issue that that that, that sort of drives that wedge, um, or maybe they won't put down their phone. That's a good one. Again, sometimes the when we take a look, because one of the things about this challenge is I want to make it sort of something really simple. But sometimes those little surface things are the threads that can unravel much deeper things that are going on in a relationship. And ultimately, if you can free that, there can be a cascade effect where such such more delight can come because you've broken the, um, you, you've burst the bubble of this loggerheads thing that can, can just spread throughout the whole relationship. Um, another thing it might be, um, well, there might be trust issues that have gone on, or it might be that um, another area where I see this is, is where there's plans to be made. So conversations around do we have kids, conversations around do we move house, conversations around um, even where do we go on holiday um, or, or getting married. So these are areas where if one partner um, has a desire, another one is, is stonewalling, you can get into this loggerhead situation. It doesn't do you any favors, it doesn't serve them, it doesn't serve the relationship. So again, I encourage you to check out the challenge, sign up and, and give yourself the resources and the inner space so you can, can again go from the stuckness to the movement. And the last one um, that I include in the list of where you can be at loggerheads is with yourself. Now, honestly, it will be probably more straightforward for you on the challenge if you if you do an external relationship. But I'm certainly open to 
um, an internal um, lockdown that that happens. Um, and a classic one for that is the should I stay or should I go? That can be in a job, that can be in a relationship. Um, you know, there's there's different areas where that can come up. But again, you've got the two parts of you fighting um, and you end up doing nothing. You're kind of internally paralyzed, um, which causes a great deal of suffering. It's like, you, you know, your mind and your heart classically would be um, just having very different opinions. And, and ultimately, it's about in your wholeness, you can't find a resolution. And there may be things to look at there, but certainly, again, it's that paralysis, that stuckness, that... Um, that sense of reduced intimacy because if you're stuck within yourself then you're reducing intimacy with yourself you're not listening to yourself you're not acknowledging yourself you're not loving yourself um, and again so so all of the all of these things are different ways that you can be at loggerheads so I hope that helps you understand that and and whatever you choose to do um, I think it's a great inquiry to have is where where you're in these log jams again one of the things I say about this challenge is it's sort of um, uh, free yourself from a frustrating relationship logjam in just five days. And that's what it's like, a logjam. It's like it's just backed up. Your heart's um, full of logs and can't flow. And the sense of relief and um, and ease just to get, even if it's just a trickle going that can become a tsunami, is, is a beautiful, beautiful gift to yourself. So in the challenge, the purpose of the challenge is, is to help you work with a specific situation in a specific um, relationship and go from that holding pattern um, <coughs> to break the cycle and land in a moving direction that feels right and true for you. And part of that is activating your lover heart. So the hashtag that I use is um, loggerheads to lover heart. So I thought I'd explain the lover hearts bit. And basically the principle is if, if you've got a log jam um, because you've been in that push-pull battle and you're getting nowhere fast with somebody, then you're blocking up your heart's true nature, which is to flow. And the nature of its flow is love. So your heart wants to love. It's what it does naturally. It's what it wants to do. And often that sense of when you really want something with all your being, and you've got your foot on the brake, that creates all the pressure, the paralysis, and those cogs just get jammed up. I think one of the things is I want to talk about is, is when we talk about the heart's nature to is to love, sometimes there can be a perception around that, that that goes into that kind of fluffy, everything's fine, I love everything, and it makes everything okay. And the truth is that um, that isn't necessarily what your heart's longing to love looks like. And a big part of what you'll be discovering on the challenge is, is what that movement looks like. So for example, sometimes in a relationship, there are situations where there may be all of that wonderful romantic love, but there are, there are things that, that aren't serving you. So sometimes, Letting the heart activate its loving nature is more self-directed, which can mean, especially if there's an abusive situation or those kind of things, that you get out of the holding pattern of staying and you move into moving on. Um, or it may be that there's just been a holding pattern of not talking and talking is the thing. But a big thing that I want to say is that the, 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 
days are designed or the process is designed to help you find that one shift that will help you go from stuckness to flow that will meet you in all of the details of your specific situation because obviously all of you that are on the challenge um, are going to be in very different situations working with different types of relationships at various different stages um, but it will be that that shift from stuckness to movement and then really getting clear on what that movement looks like so the thing I'm guessing is what your heart is calling to you is with all that disempowerment frustration then obviously there's a longing to feel empowered and that's the big 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 essence is step into a sense of your own inner innate power to go from stuckness to flow and that might look a lot of different ways when you activate your lover heart it may be that what it wants is to find a sense of of clarity um maybe it's a sense of peace or connection or or maybe it's a sense of sometimes it's like coming out of alert status if you've been in loggerheads for a long time then you can you can have your body in alert status <laughs> it's like constant anxiety it, it's it's horrendous um maybe it's inner alignment um i think that's probably one of the things that whichever way whichever way it goes whatever that resolution whatever that um that sense of of movement looks like it does come from a place of getting into alignment with yourself and from alignment with yourself and that clarity and that peace then the movement can be kind to you and that's the other thing that um sometimes we call it a compromise and there are times where compromises aren't really compromises they're actually full-on um, agreements in both people that may not be what they originally had in mind but suit both of them I wouldn't call that a compromise I'd call that a um, an empowered choice of both parties which serves the relationship but more often than not it's a compromise and a compromise um, is something which ultimately compromises yourself so again I would say that activating your heart's true nature your lover heart is not going to be something that compromises you and it's not going to be something that's be going to be unkind to you that's not the true nature of the heart it, it'll it'll guide you into a place where whatever conversation you have whatever action you take will be to begin with honoring you and then through that you'll be honoring the other person whoever that is in the relationship so I hope that explains the, the sort of idea of the, the lover heart. So I wanted to talk about, um, it's that we're all equal when we come to our edge. And one of the things in the challenge is, is to understand that we all need support. We all need support sometimes. And it doesn't really matter whether you've done like years and years of working on yourself. Um, or whether you've like newly awakened or just beginning the journey of of self investigation, um, probably because of some crisis or situation in your life, it doesn't really matter because at our edge, um, we're all blind, we're all newborn, <laughs> we're all in new territory, um, and those are the times when it's time to get support. In the case of the challenge, you'll have the support from me, the support of the of the process that we go through together. So. I do love that we are all equal in this space and that it doesn't matter. And I'm going to give you an example of, of me and my situation. So I've done um, knocking 30 years of, of personal growth, self-development. Um, I've been teaching in the field for 25 years. 
Um, so it's not like I'm an uninvestigated or unself-investigated man. But nevertheless, I think anyone who is a growth-seeking being, anyone who is committed to the path of self-inquiry, growth, um, always is going to find places where, uh, where we discover deeper blindnesses. And in my situation, I'm freshly out of a, of a situation of going round in circles. Um, and in that, there's been deep, deep uncoverings of the way that I had perpetuated going round in circles, the way I had um, participated in my own self-denial in a way. So for me, this is quite a raw process of really understanding how we can keep ourselves in um, sometimes very difficult situations. And again, just to be clear, it's not like these situations mean that they, they can do, but they don't take over everything. But there can be some things in some relationships where um, you deny it because the um, because it's other things that are can be so wonderful. And I'm not saying that the, the result of you doing this challenge means you might end up leaving a relationship or any such thing like that. Um, but I will say that, that often when something like this happens in any relationship where you hit a logjam, you hit an edge, there's normally a lot more, um, there's a lot more under the surface than we realize. And one of the things I'll be asking you in the challenge is, is to pick something specific, which we'll get to then, don't worry about it now. <laughs> don't think, what do I do? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, because sometimes you can pull up the thread and um, and you find there are very deep things. So for me, um, I realized that there was very, very deep um, patterns born out of some childhood, some pretty grim childhood experiences, uh, not with my parents, um, just to because they might watch. <laughs> but um, but it, it, it put me in a position where I'd attracted and said yes to behaviours that were just not okay. And I think one of the biggest lessons that I've got from it is is to really trust my instincts and really um, honour and value myself. And it's not like I didn't know that. It's not like I haven't progressed over the years to deeper levels of that. But sometimes in life, um, we get to go deeper. And the, the point of me telling you this this story is again, just to really tell you that um, even though I'll be leading and guiding the journey, even though I have lots of experience, at that stark edge, I was blind until I could see. <laughs> and so that sense of equality in all of us at our edge is deeply important to me and absolutely fundamental to, to this challenge. Um, okay, the other point I wanted to make was that um, Again, sometimes people um, who have done a lot of work might look at these things and go, well, it looks like it's something I've done before. And that may be so. Um, in a sense, what I'm offering, I can see that parts of it I recognise from other things, but there is my unique spin on it. It does bring in the non-personal perspective. Um, and and even if, even if you come in and recognise things, I would invite you just to, to look at, is your heart calling? Um, there is a place where you're going around in circles, where there is a log jam and you are suffering and somehow this has come into your, uh, into your sphere um, and could be a way that it's just the right time, the right place and, um, and, and never mind the mechanics of the process. <laughs> 
<laughs> so there we go. So I do hope that um, this has inspired you to, to take a look at, um, firstly, acknowledging the, um, the, the pain that comes from these situations and also opens the possibility of shifting it so you can get movement and relief because you do deserve better. You do deserve to feel better. And whatever that relationship is, even if it's with the boss, the relationship deserves better. So do come join me again. Uh, click the link in the description. Uh, it's www.npa4number4.me slash challenge will also get you there. Or you can go to my website, joelungmpa.com. Scroll down a bit. There's a big picture you can click and that will get you there too if that's easier. And I very much look forward to seeing you in the challenge and sharing this journey of all of us together in our equality, at our edge, supporting each other to make that one powerful shift that will take you from the frustration, pain, suffering and disempowerment to a state of movement, openness and clarity within yourself. Just come join me. I'd love to connect with you. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Last thing is... Um, if this touched you, if this moved you, please do share it um, on your page, on your Facebook, where, wherever that is. And um, otherwise, I'll send you big hugs, lots of love, and hope to see you in the Loggerheads to Love Hearts five-day challenge. So all that remains is to cue the moon.